0: Didn't he have tried clones.
1: Tried to bring his dinosaurs
0: back. He did. In fact, he did. He brought it to, like, a uh, uh, zoo or some shit for the purpose of research. He, he started. He started Jurassic Park.
2: Spared no expense.
0: What was I doing? Something crazy, if I remember correctly. Something like criminal and crazy, and involved <laughs> like burning credit cards and like. Heading out on the road.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound like me at all.
0: Yeah, no, not even a little.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I was trying to create snake
2: Oh, don't worry, we'll get there. Uh, we are live, uh, and so we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. Last week I caught by the investigators faced their third pandemic and, uh, farmed some test subjects from the banks of, uh, backs of Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Good times. Making their way back through the jungle, Jonathan was reunited with Samuel, and Doctor Who made some great arrangements to ship his T-Rex to New York. I was going to complain
0: that that might not have uh, sufficiently conveyed the emotional uh, uh, feeling of of Samuel returning. But honestly, this music's doing it for me. I'm feeling it. Oh, my God. It's our
2: time. Derek Duke, you got to love them World of Warcraft composers. They don't mess around. (laughs) Turn you up a little bit. We return to New York, where we find Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, if you please, describe what you are doing to relax, to chill. Ah, uh, good question.
0: There, uh, I guess. So when this all started, Jonathan planned on doing very little and reading about rabbits, and he did that for a little while. And then Jonathan realized that, um, holy shit, he doesn't know how to do anything. Which had never really crossed his mind before. That was fine. That was just the natural order of things. Except Jonathan was by himself for a little while there. He didn't have Samuel as manservant. He didn't just hire a new one. He was possessed by someone else. He couldn't, he didn't have the ability to get rid of this person. And Jonathan uh, woke up the next morning after reading about his rabbits uh, in a cold sweat, realizing that he knew how to do nothing, was worthless, and uh, could any of this shit could happen to him again. And so, I think Jonathan wants to go to Samuel and ask him to help him out a little bit. Samuel having been in the war.
2: And what is specifically you're asking Samuel for?
0: Jonathan comes down, and after having Samuel, of course, cook him a full breakfast and uh, prepare his uh, outfit for the day. uh, Jonathan, very uncharacteristically, asks Samuel to take a seat with him at the master's table. Um, it goodness, says uh
3: sir. okay uh, yeah, let me uh, test off a seat for myself this is so uh, uh out of the regular uh, uh, you yes, sir
0: samuel i need your help oh of course, i have uh, realized i am not very good at most things in fact i am very good at very few things i can play the flute um i can make money and spend money that's about it samuel i need your help i need you to train me in just about everything.
3: Well, sure, so I don't see a problem with that. I'd be happy to see to your training to make you more fit and capable for your adventures with the Caduceus Foundation Arts. Well, of course. Right away, sir, where would you like to start?
0: That is an excellent question. Samuel, I'm not even sure. Should I learn how to drive a car? Should I learn how to shoot better?
1: Learn how to cook for yourself.
0: No, no, no. That's that, that, that we're fine on. Well, sir, so what, uh. Um, no cooking. I, I, I got the feeling that, uh, Professor uh, Amber was talking shit for a moment. But no, no, not that. <laughs> Something, <laughs> more Something more practical in line with, uh, perhaps the skill sets found in C- Call of Cthulhu 70.
3: Of course, sir. Well, uh, what situation do you find yourself most lacking in, I say? Is it's in combat? Do you require more prowess for perhaps. A-
0: Samuel, I only have a ten. I am only ten out of nine, out of a hundred at disguising myself. Not very good. Uh, in fact, what, my driving is only twice that. My brow, my brawling skills, my fisticuffs—only ten more than that. Even. I have very little survival skills. Uh, I'm not very stealthy. Samuel, so we'll I, Samuel st- this, I think that I am just about a hot mess here. I don't think I can do just about anything.
3: Stop, sir. So you're quite capable, and I'd say that not every adventure comes down to punching evil in the face. You're uh, instrumental in this team, and I say the world's salvation itself.
0: Thank you, Samuel. And uh, Jonathan tips him, and he uh, <laughs> <Samuel> compliments him. <laughs>
2: Yeah, keep those, keep those compliments coming. Here's the a, here's a toy yes. spot. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, of, of course, and I appreciate that. But now, back to business. Uh, Samuel, what, what the hell are we going to do with me?
2: And you guys spend... I'll say this is actually worth a D6 for sanity. You guys sit down together and you pull out pen and paper and come up with a plan to start improving yourself. This is very you're getting the vibe of like a, a self-help a very like um, a, a somewhat religious but a very like personal self-improvement plan you come up with a few different objectives go ahead and roll up a d6 for me to determine uh how much sanity you're gonna yeah very nice
4: five sanity please restore it
2: perfect uh actually my
0: rabbits uh earlier had uh restored quite a bit of sanity to me i'm very good on sanity i have a hundred sanity
2: you're topped off
0: I'm feeling sane as hell.
2: Solid as a rock. I wish I could say the same for the rest of your party.
0: I guess I don't know if there's like a way to randomize which skill. I'd like to perhaps work on something. Something more practical than my normal skills. So like, I don't know, electrical repair. Maybe just natural world. I guess we've never used that one, but...
2: So I'll come up, um, I'll work with you off the stream to do some character improvements. where We'll go ahead and nail down exactly how we want to, Jonathan to, you know, he'll do some push-ups. We'll get him uh, some little bumps and some little abs going. Yeah, Samuel
0: can run him through a very, very respectful boot camp where uh, Samuel ends up doing work, uh, perhaps physical labor than even, even Jonathan.
2: <laughs> Samuel's okay. doing push-ups yeah. with Jonathan on his back. <laughs> Precisely. But Jonathan's counting. <laughs> so you guys spend uh, about an hour or two going through some different training, coming up with a plan. When, um, and it's it's a very lovely atmosphere. Your home, this apartment is very nice. The, the fireplace is roaring, making the entire place uh, nice and toasty and warm. And some of the uh, ambient sounds from some of the uh, the street dining from COVID drifts up through the steam, uh, street below. And right when you start to think, like, "Man, I'm really on the right track. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be such an asset to my team. They're gonna love me. I'm gonna solve this mystery lickety split." The knock at the door. Samuel. Uh, The door. Yes, sir, right away. Samuel goes to answer the door, and you hear some shuffling. So a bunch of men burst their way into the room.
0: Well, shit. What kind of men? What do they look like? They armed men? How do they get past Samuel?
2: So as you're relaxing, Jonathan goes to answer the door. You're having um, just a great time sitting in front of the fire, reading a wonderful book. It gives you a relaxing comfort brings you almost to the edge of sleep when you hear those gentlemen break the chain on the the bolt and chain on the door several footsteps come in and you hear muffled voices and a heated conversation being exchanged uh you kind of get up from your chair your relaxing book read and uh, look in from the other room and you see three gentlemen in military fatigues dusty and a bit uh, ragged Speaking with uh, Samuel in hushed tones. So Samuel, speaking to the uh, who appears to be the leader of the group. Damn it, Lieutenant Crunch, are
3: You can't be in here. I did not, I did not receive express permission from you, from
2: the master, to allow you in.
4: Look! Look! <laughs> God damn it, Samuel! You gotta realize the new world order is working with the Rockefellers, all right? And and you know like, you gotta understand, your boss, John Greaves, is tied to these people. He's directly related to the Rockefellers. Oh okay, uh, well,
3: fuck! Uh, up,
4: John,
3: grab
0: a shotgun and load it up real quick.
2: All right. What? So you go ahead and ready a shot. You load the shotgun full and ready a shot. But you remain inside the room
0: uh yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna listen a little longer see if uh, samuel could do his goddamn job and get rid of these hooligans
3: look i understand and god damn it crenshaw i'm with you i'm your friend i'm your brother you remember we were there together on the beaches i saved your life
4: look all right look i love you god damn it samuel i love you all right you're my best friend but these fucking lizard people They're against God, and they've teamed up with interdimensional travelers and the wealthy, and they've taken over the government. And I'm telling you, I'm begging you, Samuel, that you have to murder Jonathan Greaves. He is in league with them. We saw them with the serpent people. We saw them take test subjects through the jungle, and we know that they've engineered a pandemic. We were with you. We saw it all. We saw it all.
0: i think it's like fucking Alex Jones, except he's uh, entirely on the money here. So, minus, minus breath. Uh,
2: As that thought goes through your mind, you're like, oh man, this guy's like, he sounds very familiar. Uh, I wonder if he's got a podcast. You heard another knock at the door. The visitors, uh, Lieutenant Crenshaw and his uh, army buddies, get off to the side of the wall and uh, nod at Samuel, indicating that he needs to open it. There's a moment of pause. Samuel swallows, you can see visibly, looks over to you. You guys make eye contact.
0: Yeah, well, I nod at him. Open the goddamn door. Let's do this.
2: So he opens up the door. A few pieces of door fall off the door because it has been broken. And as Samuel goes to open the door, uh, which is buzzing with some urgency... Uh, <laughs> he goes he reaches for the door and is bowled over knocked to the side by the door as it's kicked in and six young men sharply dressed wearing bowler hats and one fake eyelash each pile into the room guns drawn Tony shouts loudly alright everybody sold hold it right there nobody move alright I got guns on you don't move motherfuckers you Lieutenant Crunshaw, you are coming with him grab him he's got it he's got it yeah there's the one right here And Samuel, you're Samuel, I'm assuming. Oh yes, yes, I am Samuel. All right, Samuel, coming with us. And the uh, six guys start to uh, pick Samuel up under the arms. Who, um, (laughs) who they try and move, but he is surprisingly sturdy for an old man. But he kind of looks back at you for direction.
0: these are the gangster. These are Amber's men. God damn it!
2: There are Amber's men. There are nine men inside of your room. Uh... Well, they're,
0: they're they're at least doing Samuel's job by getting rid of fucking Crenshaw. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna gesture. I'm gonna give uh, Samuel a thumbs up, and then I'm gonna give him a salute, and then I'm gonna put my uh, uh, Jonathan's gonna put his thumbs together and then link them to his pinkies, and then he's going to wave them above his head very slowly and then he's going to look down at his feet and then he's going to look back up at samuel's eyes and then he's going to nod three times and then he's going to give another thumbs up and then he's going to gesture to samuel because samuel clearly hasn't left yet to get out of his house and go with him
2: taking the hip samuel does not resist and he walks out with the gangsters and his former army buddies uh closing the door which kind of hangs off the hinges behind you Professor Amber. Ah, yes. You sit within your research laboratory, going over your notes and looking at the progression of the cloning process, which has come along quite nicely.
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: Through your research of Joshua Medine and Canning, you have almost perfected the cloning and hybridization techniques that you've been researching. Not only are you able to create biological life, you are able to alter the human species into a hybridized form of serpent people and humans. Congratulations, God.
1: Oh, that's so (laughs)
2: nice.
1: Does that give me any additional thing for either Nicole or Colt (laughs) to lose this
2: I'll say immediately take a rating of 60 in Nicole.
1: 68
2: zero six. 6 um 60.
1: Okay, let me find my Nicole. So that brings me up to 74 or is it is playing 60?
2: Cool. I'll accept 64. Yeah, you, you, you go ahead and take that extra 4 points.
1: Cool yo. I'm almost fluent in the call.
2: Please roll 2d10 to determine how much Cthulhu Mythos. How much your Cthulhu Mythos. Very nice. Please increase your Cthulhu Mythos skill by 12. That's
1: 18.
2: It is. And as you ponder these, these deeper meanings and how the universe is really structured, you feel a presence behind you.
1: Is it not one of the presences already in my home?
2: At this point at night, it's uh, a little bit late. Most of the interns and the research assistants have gone home for the day, and uh, the only, uh, the only other living things in your research facility, in your apartment, your home, are the ones inside test tubes being grown.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Gonna turn around slowly.
2: You slowly turn around and you see, seated behind you, lounging on uh, comfortably in one of your chairs, is Tyranesh.
1: Ah, oh, the snake priestess.
2: The very one.
1: She's gonna get up, give her a curt bow, be like, ah, it's so nice to see that you are in good health. Can I offer you a drink, some tea, some scotch?
2: Uh, That's so thoughtful of you. Thank you. I'll take a scotch.
1: She's gonna walk over to a bar on the side of the wall and pour her a nice, neat glass of scotch with a round ice cube and bring it over to her.
2: She takes it from you, smiling.
1: She's going to take a seat in front of her and uh, sort of cross her legs and be like, so to what do I owe the honor of, you know, being in your presence?
2: Please, Professor Amber, there's no such need for these formalities. I am a scientist such as yourself, and even though I'm from a different age, I always appreciate the research of a colleague.
1: Oh. Well, it is rather late. Um, might I ask what this visit is for?
2: straight to brass tacks. to business then i wouldn't want to take up more of your time than is necessary i need you and your team to go to calcutta and recover the cobra crown
1: hmm like i've cobra. heard
0: sorry i was making a netflix joke continue
1: <laughs> it is like the new series yes uh no mercy Is that not the crown
2: that's supposed to be going to show? Ah, you saw in the newspaper. There is supposed to be a display in the museum. I have... Damn it, forgot the name. Uh, Yes, in the museum where they are supposed to display the...
5: the
2: Too loud, sorry. Yeah, the
1: India Museum.
2: Yes, indeed, in the India Museum. Thank you. They are supposed to display the Cobra Crown there, and if they indeed put it on display there, that's where we'll take it from.
1: Uh, never have been asked to uh, deal an exhibit, but I'm sure it can be
2: accomplished. Unfortunately, it must be done. I'm not one to trespass on the sovereignty of a museum, however. Gonna have to make an exception for the Cobra Crown.
1: I'm guessing it is of importance to the studies that Caduceus is doing.
2: Critical importance. I'd say it's the key to the gate. Mm. And I wouldn't want to add any more detail. That would be incredulous. However, if you do manage to gain possession of the Cobra Crown, I suggest humbly that you do not don it.
1: I suppose that would be a given, however it it does seem compelling.
2: Oh, sure, absolutely. In fact, the crown would grant you the ability to command the loci, the guard over the gate to moo. However, the crown
0: that, That'll stop her from using it, then.
2: <laughs> the crown can have a bit of uh training effect to whoever puts it on.
1: Is that really for humans, or of any...
2: Anyone who puts the crown on must save ace. Must go through the trial. Uh However, the reward of donning the crown and being able to command the loci, well... I'm willing to take that risk if it gets us back to Moo. And I don't know why I'm calling it Loki. It's lo Crazed Guardians.
1: So what I'm hearing is don't put the crown on, even though the benefits of putting the crown on quite outweigh the, you know, bad parts of it. You're, you're not really giving a compelling case to not don the crown.
2: Professor Amber, I will level with you. The crown is our way back to the continent of Mu, the banished realm of the ancient serpent persons, the continent in which our civilization thrived so many thousands of years ago. If we're able to recover it, I think I'll be able to harness its power and create the gate and remove the Loaikor from guarding the gate and destroying us will be able to return to Mu and use the continent citadel to take our place at the top of this world once more. You
6: and I, Professor Amber.
5: Hmm.
1: You do make a compelling argument. However, uh, this Loa guy you talk about, I, I would much like to see it be able to, you know, examine it to be able to get some form of it for... Uh, Grease purposes.
2: Well, I'll take a note of it. If the opportunity arises for you to study these Loagor, I'll make sure that you do. I'll make sure that you're front and center for a wonderful show—a demonstration of these guardians.
1: Please. But with that being my only real, you know, request, I'll get ready to leave for Calcutta, uh,
4: Calcutta, India.
1: Calcutta, India, yes. I'll pack my bags, my snakes, a couple of assistants, and Jonathan. Uh, yes.
2: Make your way over and to the- Jonathan's?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just get a, a little knock on the door, which, I, as I can see, is already kind of... <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <No.
1: laughs> time,
2: to, yes. <laughs> you're really... knock and It falls over. The door plop lands on the ground.
1: Ah, well. uh, Jonathan, uh, we have to head out. If you could, you know, grab your your bags and get ready for we're going to India. Uh
0: so when Amber steps in, the room is completely dark, and uh, there is a chair facing the front door, and it's facing away. And as Amber uh, starts to talk, Jonathan slowly turns the chair around and looks
1: at her. Oh God!
2: Slow is swivel. there
1: something the matter? Um, i I
2: never.
1: dramatic.
0: Amber where is he? Oh, where is he? You know who? I know you've taken him. I saw <laughs> your 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 Italian, your 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 spaghetti rascal hooligans <laughs> in here. Where have you taken him?
2: <laughs> spaghetti rascal.
0: That's yeah, that's, yeah. That's the yeah, Japanese. Um, Jersey Shore. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like incredible. They call them spaghetti rascals.
1: Amber's gonna (laughs) stay.
0: They don't have a word for it, so they call them this. It's the spaghetti rascal show.
1: Oh my god. Amber, where is he? Amber's gonna stand there and thought for a second before she hurriedly runs over to the rotary phone in Jonathan's home, calls the Italian restaurant.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Tony. Uh, but uh, uh, we got delivery of pizza, we got spaghetti, we got meatballs, what it's do you want? Him. Oh, hey, hey boss, what's up?
1: So, um, did you happen to break into Jonathan Reeves?
2: Yeah, fantastic news. We got, uh, we got that Samuel guy you were looking for. Found a couple of his friends too. What do you want <laughs> us to do?
1: And just going to fake Tom and just be like, hold them, be nice to him. Keep the others, you know, hold, hold it. Whatever. Give him some water.
2: You got but it, boss. But treat
1: him with the utmost respect. Get, get him whatever he
2: needs. Of course, boss. With utmost respect. You got it.
1: Alright, I'll be there in 15 minutes.
2: Understood, boss. We'll be ready.
1: She's gonna hang up the phone, grab Jonathan by the collar, and uh... Whoa! And then <laughs> she's going to make sure to uh... call one of her assistants to get their things prepared. And have them in front of the restaurant.
0: Yes, sir. For the record, though, I mean, obviously, I'm willing to share my manservants with you, but please, just ask. God damn it.
6: Yes, don't, don't, have,
0: don't have your hooligans break into my house and steal my manservant. If you needed to borrow Jonathan, that's fine. Or, uh, Samuel, if you need blood, if you need to take a limb, uh, Samuel, Samuel has... So many, so much blood, so many limbs. Whatever your nefarious purposes are.
1: Well, You see, I wasn't expecting Samuel to be back so early, or rather, I wasn't expecting Samuel to be all the spaghetti rascal.
0: That's fine. Nevertheless, I mean, you know, just a little communication here, all right?
1: Oh well. Next time you're in a state of depression, I'll make sure to tell you about it.
2: That's all I ask. Thank you. Car putters mm-hmm. out in front of the spaghetti restaurant down at the docks. <laughs> you guys make your way inside. The guards parting as I see you, Professor Amber. Samuel sits there with uh, a bib on, spaghetti and meatballs, and a nice big frothy beer in front of him.
1: As he should. Uh, where's Tony?
2: All right over here, boss. Got the got uh Samuel got everything he needed. He was real hungry.
1: Uh, I'm sure Jonathan forgets to feed him every now and then.
2: He was telling us he only is allowed to eat scraps off the, the leftovers <laughs> off Jonathan's plate.
1: Oh, my. That's not very
2: good. Yeah, what do you expect? The decadence of the rich. Am I right? Get about Play. it. you believe these yeah. guys? Am I right? Come on. What's up with
1: that? Yes, I'll have to have Jonathan take better care of his manservant. Uh, where are the other guys you were talking about?
2: Uh, you look back and around a table with no food uh, and <laughs> seem to be some seriously roughed-up uh, former G.I.s.
4: Uh,
2: tale as old as time, unfortunately. You see, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, some hollow-eyed-looking uh, uh, former soldiers.
1: Cool. Amber's going to walk over to the table and cross her arms over her chest and she be like, All right, and what were you doing in Jonathan's house? I don't think I sent ex-military men.
4: Look, alright, we know that you're part of the globalist conspiracy, alright? You know, just do what you're gonna do, goddammit.
1: You say that, but, um, if you could, you know, elaborate, give us some information... The conspiracy
0: theorists, they seem to think that we work with lizard people, and the Rockefellers. Which, oh, uh, apparently are around in the 20s as well. Two things, some things never change, right?
1: Uh... Amber's going to sit down on their table, and, uh, Look at him and be like, It would be, you know, really nice if you would tell us, you know, everything you know, what you saw, why you're here. And she's gonna try to like charm him.
2: All right, give me a charm roll. Fuck.
4: Yeah, you see, we know you, we remember you. You were the one who went out there to the middle of the jungle and you farmed people. We saw you. We know what you did out there in the pyramid in the pit. All
1: right, Amber's gonna
2: try to
4: intimidate.
1: Okay. Fuck these guys. Yeah.
4: Look, we know. We understand. You're up to no good. You're up with the you up with the communists, and you're gonna take over. Oh, 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 oh.
2: That's right. As your eyes steal over, and the hard look that once was friendly turns a little more violent, he clams up real quick.
1: And we're just going to like, cross your like she sits on the table, we're like, all right. So listen here. I don't know what your you know end game is or what you're trying to do, but you're getting in the way of stuff that I need done. You're making things a bit more complicated, and you're stressing out my good boy, Tony. Come here, Tony. Come
2: here. Come here. Hey, yeah. yeah he is dressing me out. Come on.
0: Amber, just... he's stressing me out, too. He broke my door.
1: And you broke poor Jonathan's door. Broke my
2: door! <laughs> uh, you know, you
1: know.
2: Yeah. Have... <laughs> well, you know, it's just a door. We'll, we'll fix that door for you, no problem. Sorry about the door.
1: Mm, fix not door. That will fix came in and harassed Samuel. You, thought, you know how precious stimulus is to that house?
2: Well, clearly. I mean, yeah, yeah boss, we know he's precious, but come on, I amy mean, you told us to look him up. What do you want us to do? You tell us to do go get him, to find him, but we found him. Anywho, so.
5: Moving <laughs> <when laughs> <Hang gonna>, on. <laughs> we're
1: going to have a nice little chat in the basement, okay? And uh, when we're done with that chat, I should know everything that I need to know, okay? So, uh, Tony, if you could round them up and bring them with me.
2: You got it, boss. And he um, eagerly starts uh, uh, taking out like a bamboo cane and beating these guys down to the basement.
1: (laughs) So yeah, Amber's (laughs) going to go through all the methods of
5: torture that she knows.
2: Okay, Uh, let's go ahead and roll up a D100. This will be a con save on their part. Group con save. So I need to roll the D100, or are
1: you rolling the D100?
2: So you're torturing. I would say, yeah, go ahead and roll up a D-100. They're going to try and resist the torture. So they're tough. You know, these army guys, you you might have underestimated them before, uh, seeing that they're a little scrappy and skinny, but goddammit, these weren't the boys that won the war for no reason.
4: And uh, they're tough
5: actually
1: what do i have in here can i give him the most non-lethal dose of laying spider venom
2: so i'll say that you can take one of your doses of the paralytic venom how that functions is that it sends waves of a horrible pain so intense that the person is stunned for a period of 1d4 rounds so i'll say that through the use of this torture, and we'll say that you have some liquid cocaine so you can speed them up and bring them back after they passed out, you are able to just really torture the piss out of these guys. Hate to see it. More torture uh, and veterans. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
1: no. God damn it.
2: So each one of them survives, but you are really taking a toll on them. You can see that their heart, because of the repeated torture and the revivification with the liquid cocaine, is looking. Um, I mean, you can see the outline of their heart in their chests.
1: Why? why are you guys? Well, you know, you wouldn't have been in this. We, we could have all gone home. We could have, you know. Not had to do this.
4: Look, all right. This is a better death than I deserve. I really should just be put out of my misery, being tortured to death. But somehow, I'm being allowed to create a entire religious, uh, a satanic panic, and I will destroy this country.
1: Can I? Uh, well, sorry. I was
5: about to make an
0: argument for how uh, we probably shouldn't kill you because you're important to Samuel. But holy shit! What you're was that doing- all? <laughs>
2: A great impression there. We might have to kill you after all.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. we might. Uh, Amber, I think I might be on board with the killing now. I was about to object to it. I almost opened my mouth to object, and then this gentleman said just the most insane shit.
1: <laughs> I yeah. think it's over. I'm going to. Samuel,
0: all right. If it's not all right, I mean, uh, we're still going to do it. I just want to know just how much of whining uh, <laughs> you'll be doing later.
1: <sighs> I- I don't know if I need a higher success than a regular success. Oh, but.
2: oh no, you didn't. I would say uh, you probably could have failed. They were pretty amiable. Uh,
1: God damn it. All no, right. No, you
2: succeeded, absolutely. <laughs> what are you trying right. to persuade them to
4: do?
1: Like, hey, just give up. You know, it's it's not worth it.
4: Alright, you know what? I found the light. I uh, I accept Jesus back into my heart. Uh, I will give up. <laughs>
1: whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't telling you to do that. I, I was just telling you, you know. Not, not, you know what? Go ahead. Do, do whatever.
2: <laughs> but uh, through a series of uh, very intense persuasions, we'll call it, you guys um, force these soldiers, these veterans, to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> how cool. how. Will- very generously put that. Uh, For sure. I'm
1: going to ask them if they knew anyone else who had seen them. Are they the only three?
2: Come on, boss. We're professionals. We're professionals, boss. We know what we're doing. Come on.
5: Hmm.
1: Alright. These are the only three. Uh, can you take them back to my lab? I'm just going to turn uh, them into a hybrid folks. They seem to be pretty... What is it? They're they're pretty tough from the looks of things. I'm sure they'd be able to survive. And they'd probably come out to be, you know, very useful hybrid people. I mean, nothing compared to Samuel or Don William, but I mean, they'd be mm, pretty useful.
2: Always need more test subjects as they are marched off out of the um, (laughs) the Spaghetti Rascals uh, establishment.
0: A- uh, right? Once you know it, you can't unknow it. It's genius.
1: Yes. Uh Tony, get Samuel some to-go plates. i sure he's not gonna well. And uh we're gonna head out. We we have to go find a crown that's going on on show in a uh, museum. It's gonna be a very long flight, and I'm yeah. tired.
2: You got a boss, and uh, he go ahead and shovels in uh, into one of the styrofoam to goes a couple of pieces of garlic bread, some spaghetti on top. You guys pile into the car, make your way to the airport, and you hop onto a private Caduceus
4: jet.
1: Cool. Amber's going straight to sleep.
2: Ah, uh, yeah,
0: uh, As well.
2: You guys uh, enjoy a lovely and uneventful flight all the way over nonstop to
4: India, Calcutta, India.
2: And to those of you that have been here before, it's like returning home to a well-remembered friend. Um, India, much like America, is a bustling and populated place, and you feel a kinship to it. So close to America with its apathy. You see beggars lying in the street, infected, missing limbs, right next to some of the most fancy, uh, I guess it would be like Ford Model Ts, kind of. Yeah, some very well-polished vehicles where you see it's just, uh, it's very Hunger Games to make that reference again. You have the richest of the rich and the poorest of the poor living right next to each other. You guys being escorted in a private Caduceus car out to the Grand Hotel, a lovely um, hotel for foreigners you guys making your way up uh getting your luggage out of the back of the car hear a violent shatter of glass and look over to see a man jumping through a window of his second story room onto the fire escape
1: Pssh. I guess never a dull day
0: indeed should we care about this?
1: I mean does it confirm?
2: In us does he look like i, like I have with us i will uh, damn doctor who's not here hmm actually you would know i do not believe jonathan would know professor amber without needing to make a spot hidden check you look around a little excited. Uh, i seen a man crash through the window. You're kind of like, what the hell's going on?
4: What the hell's going on here?
2: You look and see Rose Medine sitting in a car, looking across the street towards you. Uh, usually, like, measures you, looks you up and down, and then back towards the man running down the fire escape. She looks at a man, another one, poking his head out the window, trying to extricate himself from the room and down on the fire escape to give chase. He shouts back into the room. Look forward to the room. See
4: if you can find the crown here. I'll go after him.
1: Ah, shit. All right.
2: When you hear the word crown, you look at the hands of the guy running down the fire escape. He's got a basketball sized object.
5: Oh,
1: that that could just be a basketball. You know, maybe that's illegal here and he's just trying to play some ball.
0: I I like your uh, idea. I think it's definitely the basketball theory. That makes the most sense.
1: All right. Uh, first off, can I just note: is this a actual Rosemadeen, or is this a clone of Rose?
0: I think it's only the clone at this
2: point, right? Mm-hmm. This is not your clone of Rose Rosemadeen, so you can only assume that this is... And you, uh, through your research at Caduceus, know that none of the clones of Rose were ever viable. It was your research that probably put the... Final touches on a viable, uh, Rose medine
1: Oh, well, I'm glad to know that. Can I start? Uh, was I able to bring my snake along?
2: You look in the back seat and the entire back, um, uh, I'll say actually you look in the car behind yours and there is a driver and then the rest of the car is overflowing with snake.
1: Cool. I'm just going to say, snakes go pretty fast. So yeah, I'm going to hop on the back of my snake.
2: As you do so, you look across the road and there are, it's one of those, like, roads that you see in, like, South Vietnam or just, like, you know, uh, somewhere <laughs> trying to figure out how to say, like, with a lot of traffic but no rules without being uh, a horrible what
1: reason. What do yeah. you needed to say?
2: Yeah, yeah, you look out and you just see, like, five, six lanes of traffic going by in both directions and they are not stopping for you.
1: I cool. guess I'll have to go on foot with this one. Make a little pat on the chin and uh, start running.
2: Alright, so go ahead and give me a spot hidden check. And I'll say that this will be for the vehicles coming down. Uh, okay, yeah. So you see all the vehicles, you're kind of able to leapfrog all the way through the traffic. Uh, Rose, seeing you come, smiles and lets you approach.
5: Oh, yeah.
2: Jonathan, what are you doing?
0: Uh Jonathan's holding on for dear life. <laughs> he's coming along for a ride. I guess. He has nothing uh, in particular he's going to do other than that, at least this second.
2: So you see, you see the gentleman coming down the stairwell, down the fire escape, has reached the ground and is starting to sprint full-out 40-meter, 40 40-yard 40 dash down the alleyway. Through people, bowling them over, it's chaos. You realize that you have a split second to try and intercept him or chase him down. That, or cross the street with Professor Amber towards Rose um, oh, uh,
0: Jonathan was chasing
2: Alright, so go ahead and let me know what your dexterity is walk, and right? what your movement speed is. Uh, okay. Yeah, movement speed is... Uh... What the hell is my
0: movement? Speed? I have no idea
1: what movement speeds. So...
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: If... It'll I be uh, right below, like the uh, percentage stats, like strength and uh, stuff like that, next to HP, I believe.
1: It, it's not. Oh, it is. Oh,
2: no. I rolled a two on dexterity. <laughs>
3: That's
2: kinda, kinda, right? That's hella good. Yes. Oh, I
3: got to record the... Well, doing.
0: Jonathan thinking about all the training that he was thinking about doing with Samuel. And was like, this is my dance. Samuel! After him! Come with me!
3: And, Let's and go, so, We'll get him.
0: Jumps through the window and rolls and then just sprints after this man.
2: All right. I'll say that he turns, sees you guys hot on his heels, and you guys are on him. I'd say you're within 30 feet. Right, Professor Amber, you arrive at Rosemadine's car, still running. She gives you a grin. Professor Amber, I've been following you for some time now. It's good to finally meet.
1: I would say the same, but I believe I've met you. Oh? Or some version.
2: How flattering. I think I know what you mean. The Caduceus research projects are quite frightening. Indeed. Look, I'll tell you what. You chase down that guy, you give me the kobu crown, I'll let you live.
1: Mm, that's a very haughty offer. Um, can I tell who's clone to is? Does she look like she came from produces?
2: There is no discernible watermark on this Lady's body, if um,
1: <laughs> I told them to sign their way. This is how you get your stuff stolen. There. So irresponsible.
2: Check her uh, underwear, check her socks. She put her name in there?
3: Yeah, where's the tag? Under- Does
2: she have
1: like a tattoo on her foot or
2: something? It's like a barcode on the back of her neck. Somewhere. Um, I will, I'd accept a biology role, I'll accept a medicine role.
1: Well, biology is my (laughs)
2: choice, Please. I
1: think... Ah, hard success.
2: Hard success, you know that she is not a clone. This is the 100% organic, authentic Rose Medine, daughter of Joshua Medine.
1: I thought she was dead!
2: She... betrayed the Caduceus Foundation once she found the inner knights, and found a new god.
1: So, in simple terms, she's not on our side. Oh no. Oh no. Well, isn't that just the worst thing I possibly could have gotten myself into? Well, if you would excuse me for a quick minute, ma'am, I will be heading off. You know that offer you just gave me? It sounds really nice and all, but I'm gonna have to cry
2: I think you should reconsider. It's the best offer no, you'll...
1: No no, there's no reconsider. I know who I'm loyal to. By God, if I would ever click be a part of someone who would be their organization.
2: <laughs> well, we'll see about that. And... Uh, I'm she ever does ever like ever a burnout. <laughs> <laughs> does a burnout. But I speeds
1: recognize if I ever have to come across again.
2: Absolutely. You burn her face into your memory.
1: I would like to If that takes me a little bit to do I will take that in the
5: time.
2: Absolutely. So you encounter, you have your encounter. You remember Rosemadine, all her features, and including mm-hmm. the car she gets off away in. And you turn back to cross the street and rejoin the chase as you see the second... Mm, The second individual in the room, the second thug that you deduce was probably sent up there by Rose Medine to chase down this, uh, this Cobra crown guy. He emerges from the room and starts battering his way down the fire escape to join the pursuit after Jonathan.
1: Can I shoot that guy that's trying to?
2: Oh yeah. All right. Go ahead and ready a shot. I'd say you're within range across the street. Yeah, go ahead and shoot him. Yep, that hits. Uh, go ahead, and uh, he does not have the opportunity to dodge. He did not see it coming. Go ahead and roll up damage. I mean, it's already 33. Oh, it's 33? Thank you. Yeah, God, I remember that. Oh,
1: that was close to me. To, to, uh, there.
2: So he reaches the, yeah, the fire escape. He gets his full body out onto it. He feels a slight prick. And then you watch over about 10 seconds as he melts through the fire escape, his body turning to liquid.
1: Oh, well, isn't that?
2: You're chasing me, the fuck is yeah. Anywho,
1: was there only one?
2: There are two thugs that were sent in the room. This was the gentleman who searched the room uh, to see if he left the Cobra Crown. And the other one is in hot pursuit behind Jonathan.
5: All right.
2: You cut out a little bit there, Amber, Uh, what was that?
1: I'm going to try to run after the second guy and get in with him.
2: Understood, all right, you're hot on his heels. I'd say you're probably about 50 feet back. That's
1: That's good enough.
2: Jonathan. You all find yourselves in a high
3: stakes chase through the busy streets of Calcutta. Yeah.
2: I'm going to get you. Down the side streets. It is quite busy. There is full and thronging of people. Please uh, use either your strength or size to close the distance with this this thief. Ah! <laughs> you bowl over three people jumping wait. over them.
5: I have money. <laughs>
1: Okay, what is size? Would I
2: have to roll a size or? I'm going to have to roll a strength or a size. Uh, Yes, I will need that roll from you as well as you. uh... oof, Go ahead and roll a d6 for me. That will be the movement actions that are lost. Uh, It's a d3. One movement. I will say. So you're about
1: But it 60- helps huh. the size meant to be if I'm bigger than them, because I am technically smaller than the average Joe.
2: Exactly. So in this case, because these people are providing uh, their obstacles that you try to get around, using your size would mean bowling them over, like throwing your weight around. Unfortunately, having a smaller size would not facilitate that. So yeah, you get up to the same crowd of people, and where Jonathan just used his hefty, uh, rotund, and very wealthy form to uh, knock over some very frail Indians, you uh, do not have that same. Uh... Got it. All right, let me roll up the uh, the thief and the thug. So the thief gains uh, about five feet and the thug loses ground. The narrow side street from which the thief descended the staircase onto emerges into a much busier street.
1: Oh God.
2: Around this corner, a, uh, a man sitting cross-legged with a flute uh, plays in front of a basket.
1: I
0: know it's in that
2: basket. It's in your wheelhouse.
0: Take that man's basket. <laughs> I want the
2: basket. So the thief is going to make a dodge roll to try and get through the scene, charging through the, the, the spectators here. He succeeds. He is able to get through the basket and the, the, the people there. Jonathan, please give me a dodge roll as uh, these people try and stop you and get you to look at the, uh, the flute plane uh Basket man.
5: Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, they grab you. They grab at your clothes. They're pulling you. I don't know. Take a look. This it is amazing. Oh. Look, you can make a dance. <laughs> I don't need to look at this. Samuel, help. Strength roll to uh, pull out of it.
3: Where is Samuel? I'm sorry, so they're too strong. I can't pull you out. <laughs>
2: thug the thug is able to like uh uh, (laughs) like qb (laughs) dodge uh lay a football dodge out of the way he is able to pursue taking the lead and the pursuit after the thief jonathan falling behind with samuel professor amber you see jonathan and samuel trying to struggle free
1: i want the basket
2: you kick over the basket
1: no, so I'm.
2: About it. You the pick up the basket and start running away? Yes. I'm
1: running yep. after them, but I'm taking this basket.
2: Okay. Give me a strength roll to pick up the basket and just keep moving.
1: Oh, uh, no. Mm.
2: I feel like a couple of the people are going to try and prevent you from taking the basket, as there is a <laughs> dancing snake.
1: Strength is my dump stat.
2: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
1: Can so I use dexterity?
2: I, actually, I will accept a dexterity roll as you're able to... Oh, uh, oh.
1: God.
2: Yep, that's gonna do that's it,
1: so... Back these peasants.
2: <laughs> so, you steal this poor old man's snake that he is making dance in a basket, and they grab it. Like, they see you trying to steal a snake, and they're like, well, you can't do that. That's how this old man makes his livelihood. This is how he's eating. And you give it a twist and, like, a, a roll, and you spin the basket around it. Phew! Take off with a, um, I believe it is called a huge cobra, freed and angry.
1: Oh hell yeah, boy! But yeah, she's gonna continue running. Am I within range of the other thug?
2: That kind of dexterity roll. So you were a hundred feet back. We'll cut that in half. I'll say you're fifty feet back from the thug.
1: I only need 60 feet. Yep. Shit. I might have hit an instant passerby by.
2: Yeah, you see some rich Indian dude grab his stomach and then start to dissolve on the ground into a puddle.
1: Oh no. We can make a pigeon out of that. Here. I'm gonna take the uh, giant cobra that I just got and kind of like throw it onto my bag. Back, like a little backpack. Mess and then
2: just drop the bash. yeah you do so the, the snake very friendly does not resist and actually uh holds on helping um. Jonathan and uh, Samuel please give me another strength roll to extricate yourself Um, I'll say with advantage because uh, there's a little bit of a distraction as the old man says.
6: <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: Yeah, you wretch, out of there! No problem. Start no! Making your way out there.
6: I will
0: not buy your trinkets. <laughs> Release me!
2: I say you're about twenty feet behind Amber, closing the distance. What are you doing? It's following. Okay, so you guys continue down this main road. And it is a busy-ass road. There are probably uh, two lanes going each way, four total, cars, taxis, rickshaws, and trucks.
1: Hmm. Can we run on
0: top of the trucks?
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yes. Fuck yes, you can. (laughs) So
2: you guys look up ahead, and you see as the thief unexpectedly cuts right into traffic. He is dodging in front of trucks. One stops right in front of him, almost runs him flat.
0: Hmm. So, can do that? Hopefully, I will need Jonathan a spot. balls up some money and throws it in front of the man. So attempt again? to uh... Jonathan balls up some money and some coins and he tosses it in front of where this man is running. Uh, effort in the hopes that he can generate like a, a bit of a crowd to kind of like slow him down.
2: He catches it.
0: Take my money. Oh, bitch. <laughs> your... That's no. my money! I will to slow you down!
6: That's yeah. my money now, bitch! <laughs> oh
0: no! <yeah. laughs>
1: oh yeah, uh... Hmm.
2: He called me a bitch! Yeah. I am I'm not. The pink big. Panther, I have stolen the crown!
1: <laughs> Can I attempt to use other people as stepping stones?
2: All right, so what I'm going to need as you guys try and follow him across this rush hour traffic road, spot hidden in a dodge roll, please, to avoid being hit by a moving vehicle. Wow. Extreme success. You have a Jedi-like awareness of your surround. Yep. And you, um, using the momentum of the passing cars, do like a ninja Naruto run on people's heads and cars to cross. (laughs) Damn, you guys are rolling high. Yeah. It's all going to come crashing down
0: <laughs> One. <We're>
5: right
2: now. <laughs> all right, I'll say that. Uh, Jonathan, you're able to come right back up to Amber. You, Jonathan, and Samuel are all neck and neck, 30 feet behind the thug, who is 10 feet behind the thief. Actually, I got to roll on the thief again.
1: Yeah, can I roll to shoot the guy again?
2: I'll say you're in range. Absolutely. Fuck that guy. I Are you shooting the thief or the thug?
1: Not the thief, the thug.
2: Got it. Yeah, you hit him, and that's 25. He goes down as well. So you shoot him right in front of a truck, and he is turned to
6: mist.
1: Does his liquefied liquefied remain make the truck slide?
2: He does do one of those cool Nike swooshes in red.
1: Ah, nice.
2: Um... hmm. Say the thief uh, looks over. Oh, yeah. The thief looks over his shoulder and sees this guy uh, turned to liquid and then missed by this truck by you. And that's actually going to scare the shit out of him.
1: As it should.
2: Making his way uh, to the other side of the street, he bursts into a restaurant called the Bombay Bistro and launches through the different tables, knocking over people into the tables, collapsing the tables, collides with a waiter, spills over a bunch of food and drinks over people. You guys follow him in? What? Hot on the field. <laughs> And as you guys go through, a bunch of angry restaurant goers uh, try and grab at you, thinking that you're with him and uh, demanding recompense. Please give me a dexterity roll as they try and grab at your feet and ankles as you... Oh, oh, oh no, Professor Amber. You want to push that?
1: I do. Don't fucking touch me.
2: Yeah, you're able to uh, shove off their arms, off of uh, them grabbing your clothes. You guys proceed, hot on his tails, and you are gaining on him. Thug's dead. Now, you guys are right on the back of him. I'd say you're 20 feet away. You're within shouting distance as you guys make your way back through the double slime doors.
1: past the uh, talking thing. Can I reload my uh, serpent's bite with paralysis.
2: Absolutely. Give me one more round till you're able to shoot that, though. That's fine. Yeah, so as you guys burst into the double doors of the kitchen, you guys—it's you know, like hot. It, King Calcutta, it is hot as hell in the kitchen. It's hot as oh, damn it! Really rolled myself in the corner there. It's hotter than <laughs> ever. Hotter than hell, then. God damn. Hot. Definitely yeah. hot. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> you guys burst out of the back of the kitchen—the super hot, hot kitchen. You'd have heard of the Hell's Kitchen. It's hotter than that. Oh no. It's super hot. Oh. And you merge back into a another back alley in the back of this restaurant and just have enough time to see this thief bang into the back door of another hotel. I, I raised him. Right. There's no thought at this
0: point. Jonathan's catching him.
1: Yeah. Has it been another round?
2: I'll say that you have successfully loaded the serpent's bite. However, you didn't get an angle when he disappeared within the um, the back door of whatever building this is. You look over and you think, okay, this is probably the same building as the restaurant uh, that was the Bristol restaurant. Well, this is probably the Bristol Hotel. What he just entered into. You guys stay hot on him.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Jonathan has never stayed hotter on any in his entire life.
3: Oh my.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are on top of him. You have given him no room to breathe and you know exactly where he's at. And as he makes his way into the Bristol Hotel, you notice his pace slowed down quite a bit. It's almost like he figures that he's lost any pursuers as he didn't catch you and that he's trying to find a place to hide. Um, you see him make his way up to the second floor of the, of the Bristol Hotel, walk down the hallway, and as you guys kind of peek your head around the stairwell door, you see him disappear into a broom closet.
1: Oof. Well, look, if I was ever able to make that, um, Shot. There there's the roll for it, if I ever get cleared.
2: So you guys stand in front of the door five, ten minutes, kinda like waiting for him to come out. And eventually uh-huh. just open the door and shoot him point blank with a paralytic venom.
0: <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> standing there for ten minutes in this broom closet, staring at the wall?
1: As one does.
2: So in the module, he <laughs> waits in that broom closet for two hours before going downstairs and booking a room under a pseudonym Reginald Asquith. Reginald Asquith is the most person, the, person in the entire world. Thank you. Oh, and no, his, his name was supposed to be Ramchandra Conwar. Reginald Asquith is the, I guess the... Um, what do you call those emissaries? Yeah, he's the emissary to India. He's a British dude.
1: Anywho, since he's out, can we just take the the crown?
0: Absolutely. Does he have the crown on. I think so. Because yep. he can't do anything.
2: So you take the basketball-sized object, unwrap it, and you reveal a beautiful golden crown with six serpent heads you see around the crown are these beautifully engraved tails, bodies of the snake, and the six tails of the six snakes, wrap their way around the headband.
1: All right, well, we've done what we needed to do. Let's go home. Took a lot of running.
0: I'm very tired. I'm ready for another nap. Oh my God.
1: Uh, I'm going to put that away.
2: All right, you can seal it, and no, that's not too hard.
1: Cool, I'm um, gonna go back out, find where my giant snake went.
2: It doesn't take too much time. There's a bit of a crowd around the giant snake, and while they think it's a Disney attraction, he sees you approaching and slithers in line.
1: Oh, I'm, g- I'm gonna introduce him to the Cobra
2: the cobra like arcs down slowly putting its head very close to the giant um i forgot what species that well i guess it's its own species now nice. giant massive poisonous snake yeah. now you guys take the required amount of time to uh find the snake get back to the hotel room with your newfound Gopa crown. And as you walk into the hotel, which are the rooms you were booked, you see in the lobby three people who haven't noticed each other yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, too loud. I love You see at the counter a uh, most harassing one of the hostesses? counter people one of the girls at the front desk Joshua Medine, along with uh, Don Julio
1: I am going to go up to Don Julio and just start patting them
2: oddly purrs in response it's nonverbal it's just a rumbling I like Don
0: Julio's a cat now Amber this is strange
1: a bit yes but he's still really- as seen as ever, so.
0: I guess. I don't remember him being a cat.
1: Yes. This is, in fact, the Don Julio that we saw before. This is not some lone or weird thing.
2: This is the living weapon Don Julio himself attending the founder of Caduceus, Joshua Medine.
1: Cool. Emperor's gonna like start climbing on Don Julio, like Jungle Gym.
2: <laughs> he allows you to do so, he's quite fond of you. Oh,
1: that's a... uh, Joshua, she's gonna like wave over to the
2: yeah, yeah, what, what's up? Yeah, I can help you. What's going on? Hey, it's Professor Amber. What are you doing out here in
6: Calcutta? What's this? Oh my god, it's so good to see
2: you! And he comes in, uh. Limping, like uh, he's got his little cane, he gives a little bit of a shuffle and pulls you in for a surprisingly strong hug.
1: Not as surprising now that I know he's part certain person, but still rather surprising. He's yeah, gonna reciprocate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he enjoys it quite a bit. He's like, oh god, you know, there's nothing like a good oxytocin release when you give a good hug. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, thank you. God, oh, thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. And
1: she's gonna the cobra she picked up.
2: Well, look at that. That's quite a fancy cobra you got there. Look at this. Black scales are almost iridescent. You can see the rainbow in there. That's so pretty. Where'd you get this one?
1: I, while I was chasing down the thief, I got it from a basket. Probably some dude's livelihood. He's he's probably going to starve now because he can't afford to take care of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, if you can't hold on to your snake, maybe you deserve to die. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, that that is one way to look at it. Um, are you aware that there is a Rose Medine walking around in Calcutta?
4: My dad is here, huh? Where is she?
1: Yes, the the actual one. She wasn't a clone.
2: Uh, you notice that Rose Medine is, in fact, in this lobby, uh, seated about ah, forty feet away from other you part. guys. Oh no! that oh. might be the other person.
1: How convenient! She's right over there
4: oh, my God, my sweet little girl.
2: Oh, oh, no, I haven't seen her for so long. And he just completely breaks down in tears. He's going to
1: hide behind Julio.
2: (laughs) As you step behind Don Julio, who is beat red at this point, you see a puddle of a man just descending into a stream of firehouse tears. I loved her so much. I, I, she was a little girl. I know she will conquer the world. Oh
1: god. Um, Amber's gonna try to wave Joshua over.
0: Aww. Aww. Joshua Jonathan's loving this. <laughs> so speak.
1: She's gonna go, uh sir, I, I I don't think she's too ecstatic about seeing us or me or anything to do with Caduces. She she threatened me earlier. I don't know how safe it is to go over there. I don't know if that's the same daughter that you grew up with. or.
2: Look, Professor, you gotta be understanding. She's a little bit of a rough customer. She's gonna make some threats, alright? You know, you can't take it personally. Come on.
1: I'd right. uh, I- I rather not. No, I'll-, I'll stay over here with Don Julio.
2: Jonathan, uh, you see Rose Medine looking directly at you and Doctor Who. Preferably Doctor Who, unfortunately, he's... um. Doesn't have the lung capacity to join us
3: tonight. Oh. oh. Make your way over. Ah, uh,
2: sure. Don't do, yeah.
1: Jonathan. He's crazy.
2: Yes.
0: Well, we're in a couple of and I have Samuel with me, right, Samuel? Of course, uh, I've always got Samuel. your back. Oh, yes. yes. Come. Let us go meet with the enemy.
2: As you approach Cash. and sit down, um Rose Medine, a beautiful slim woman wearing a white top and black pants. I'll uh, call it a business casual, uses um uses a, a dainty arm to push a of a package to you. To me. you accept it?
0: Uh well I have Samuel accept it,
3: but anthrax. I don't it's,
0: it's nineteen twenty, there is no anthrax. I was created
3: in a government lab in the future. Yes, I can't believe that government with their bioweapons research. I, uh, I have the package here.
2: Please take that. That is important for... That'll be important for you later. I think you'll need that on the continent of Mu. Now, as to you, Mr. Greaves, I believe that you recently came into possession of the cobra crown and I suggest that you hand it over to me
0: ah yes I heard you were I don't know what she's talking about I don't know what you're talking about
2: don't play stupid Jonathan I know that you have the crown and I demand that you give it to me Uh, I don't and I can't sorry
1: what
0: I see it Ah, you'll be the first one that knows (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ever's going to try to get Don Julio to escort her to her room so she feels safe. That's <laughs>
0: why.
1: While staying as out of sight as possible. Yeah. Do you, you want a kinda...
2: stealth? Okay, give me a stealth roll. And I'll say you're able to mm-hmm. kind of like. What's it do? What do you do? What do you call it when you kick your spurs into the side of a horse? You're like, giddy up! And uh, you're able to guide. Uh... Don Julio up the stairs, riding him up to your room, and you successfully do not draw any attention.
1: Ah, yes, this is nice.
2: Jonathan, um, Rose Medina looks you over, uh, quite pursed that you are not cooperating. She will make one more attempt. She's going to try and persuade you. Mr. Um, Greaves, I'm telling you that you need to take this package with you to Moo. Well,
0: I'll thi- take the package. That's fine. <laughs> I've asked the crown, though. I have not seen this crown. Uh, and even if I had, uh, respectfully, I-, I can think of no reason why I would give it to you, ma'am.
2: Well, I think that will come to that sooner than you think. I believe that I am working towards the best thing for this world. I hope to see you on the right side someday, Mr. Greaves. Now, that package contains a haraftafing device powerful enough to destroy half of Calcutta. Do you understand me? Uh, yes, why really?
0: the do I have this?
2: We're going to need that when we go to Mu. It is the end game and we approach the end of the world and only us stands between humanity and its utter destruction.
0: Are You said we. Are we going? You and I, ma'am.
2: I hope that you will swell our ranks and come over to the light and see what the Endonite has been trying to accomplish all along.
0: If I don't come with you, why would I have this bomb, then? Do you have more of these bombs?
2: Of course. The Harapta thing devices are... They're well explored, and of the technology we've been able to recover from the Serpent People Society... The Raft of devices have proved more useful than anything else. Now, if you look that over, there is... There's a delay. We figure that once we arrive to Snake Island and try and make our way through the gate to Mu... Well, once we get there, we're not sure what we're going to find. And the only safe way that we have to ensure that we are the ones to take over the Mu... Take over the Citadel on Mu... Well, we need to make sure that we have the harafting device present there, so that if it comes to it, that we have the last resort, our final failing. Okay.
0: How do you plan to get to move?
2: There is a gate. Once the gate is activated by the Caduceus Foundation, we will step in at the last moment and take over passage. We'll take over access to the gate and we'll use the gate to access Mu and arrive at the Citadel. Needless to say, it's been tricky, not only with the Loigor, the Lo'y'y'gore guardians, <laughs> but also we're not sure how to activate the gate and we've been relying on the Caduces Foundation to establish the link to Mu. Yes my organization the enemy as
0: far as you're concerned
2: i would say that the Caduceus foundation does not have a clear vision of what they want to bring to this world they want to blast for me and taint the genetic pool with humanity's scum it's filth we cannot allow this you yourself have been elevated above the rest of the humans you know them to be unworthy. Look around you. Do you see how they live wallowing in their filth?
0: Uh, no, frankly, you're making some excellent points man. man. I'll have to think about this. I'll get back.
2: Take the device with you and bring it to Moo. It may be our only resort.
0: Okay. Can do. send me go! Take
2: the Raftavang device? Yes, sir. Did you say this was okay. the Raftavang device? And he holds it out like straight arm directly in front of him. Jonathan, be careful with that.
3: Yes, sir. Oh, God.
2: Of course, Samuel. And as you guys um, depart this meeting, you see um, a tearful Joshua Medine looking, opining after his wayward daughter. Oh, the tragedy. She won't even speak to him anymore.
1: <laughs> Not my problem.
2: Um. Yeah, You guys retreat back up to your rooms. Jonathan with the Heraptive Hang device and Professor Amber with the Cobra Crown, leaving Joshua Medine and his daughter, Rose Medine to do family weird shit. So
6: Don't can go. I keep that yeah?
2: Gross. That tracks.
4: Come on, daughter. You uh, will give your give your father a hug. Come on, it's been so long since I've seen you. I you. you, just get so absorbed in your work at the end of night.
2: I don't know who you are. Please leave me alone. I'm calling security.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, you hate to see it.
0: All right,
3: As you guys rest
2: up. Uh, Professor Amber with Don Julio. Uh, you are all going to be experiencing yeah. a five-minute break. We'll be right back.
5: Okay.
1: Awesome. Nice
5: music.
2: I am a Bioshock homer.
0: Oh, Bioshock. And watches
4: the ships that go sail somewhere beyond the sea, she's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high then straight to her arms that go sailing it's far. Beyond the star, it's near beyond
5: the moon Oh, beyond a doubt,
6: my heart will lead me there soon we'll
4: Beyond the shore, we'll kiss just as before
2: you guys rest in your respective rooms. Wait a minute, I don't know if anyone's back.
1: Yes. The Music's a little loud as well, but I'm back. I don't know about
0: anything. I'm loving it. I'm here. Wonderful. I was taking the soundtrack too much. I have to pee. I'll try to do it very quickly. I couldn't step away from the soundtrack. I was just transported back to BioShock.
2: I found myself back in Underwater.
1: Oh, no.
0: Kindly use the bathroom. No, please go yes. ahead. No, it's okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm feeling good.
3: Oh,
1: okay. So just to be clear, I was able to keep Don Julio, right?
2: You guys were able to Are enjoy, enjoy like, each other's presence?
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: And as you guys... um. And as you guys sit with your respective company and join yourselves, Jonathan, you look over the haraftafeng device with a little more detail, and you notice right off the bat, Rosemadeen said that this had a one-day delay. Yes. I believe that you're actually pretty proficient in these weird science, and... We've used a couple of them at this point. With your previous experience of using haraftafeng devices to, um lens certain pandemics, you've noticed that the astronomical settings astro not astrological astronomical settings the different spinning and whirring of the golden mechanics on it, indicate that it is not a one day delay on this raftifying device. She in fact lied to you. What a shock.
0: Samuel remind me to be angry with her the next time I see her.
3: Yes, sir. I believe she actually told you that it was a short-range Rafterfang device. I don't remember that they made any of those.
0: No, that probably should have been my first clue.
3: I think she just thought we wouldn't know what this was.
0: Wow. Too bad for her. We sort of do know what this
3: is, don't we? So I much. say you know exactly what it is,
0: sir.
3: Thank uh, you. I think we will uh,
0: Jonathan Tips says, Samuel
3: again. You're wonderful, sir. You're amazing. You're the smartest person on the planet. All right. I did.
2: <laughs> so, you guys um muster. Uh, have a good, hearty breakfast uh, of Indian food. And. God, I'm stupid. I'm so uncultured. I should really get breakfast in India before
4: I say you guys do that. I'm sorry.
0: You had a whole week to prep for this session. I don't know why you did Two go weeks. To India. How do I not know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah you'd think you think you at the end. and picked up some dinner, or breakfast, or all of them?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going to try to hold on to Don Julio for as long as possible before Joshua comes to pick him up again.
2: I'll say that um, in the lobby, uh, you do see Rose Medine ignoring her father Joshua once again, and as you guys walk by, um, he he's pretty much uh, absorbed in trying to reconnect with his uh, wayward daughter. Oh, you'd hate it when your daughter gets caught up in a cult. Don't you hate that? God dang it. Yeah. But it's not your cult.
1: Even so. It, it gives me more time with Don Julio.
2: He is absorbed and he does not request Don Julio's presence allowing him to attend to you. Which he does yeah. with some excitement.
1: <laughs> and we're just <laughs> take you back
0: on the <laughs> You don't have to explain to us what's happening. We don't need any details. Thank you very
4: much. <laughs> hey, come on now.
2: Yeah, he is um, just this massive boulder of man. Uh, I'm thinking like the rock plus the mountain. Um, <laughs> yeah, this guy's huge, and he has no trouble carting you around as he is your um, human. What do they call those carts? There's no reason
0: to on here. It's okay. We can all use our imagination. We know what's going on here. <laughs>
2: Come on, I, yeah, I'm the only one allowed to make this stream dirty. Come on, meow. Come
1: on. Everybody's just being, like, really handsy. She's like, patty.
5: <laughs> I <don't know> why.
0: <laughs> patty. I've been listening to the same shit that you've been listening to. I don't know why this is like just a I, just assumed, the back of the I didn't realize head. I was being coy. I just assumed that was what was going on here. I
1: don't know. What. It's, like, it's not dirty, but it's, like, you ever seen, like, a small I don't child your
5: job.
0: Being, I don't dirty. like,
1: uncles or something and like that uncle's like really big to this kid and they're just like in awe and they're like clowning all over him and like
2: yeah, just, yeah. I gotcha. it's like you guys are it's almost childish I'm following
1: yeah she's being childish
2: <laughs> it's funny it as I was that uncle when all my like younger I guess they would be like cousins but well, anyway when all the younger kids would go they'd just jump on me and be like uh, throwing them off for like 30 minutes
5: so,
1: yeah Amber's just doing that with like she's, she's enjoying herself for once
2: and you guys pile on out of the... Um, God, I am feeling stupid right now. I can't even remember the name of the hotel you guys are in. So your lovely the- hotel. And start making your way um, to the uh, museum.
1: What we need to go? We, we have the crown.
0: Right, what was at the museum that we needed to do? The crown. Right, we have the crown.
2: Professor Tell Amber... Through your inspection of a crown over the night, you gave one of the little snake heads a tug, and it popped off.
1: God damn
0: it. Oh, pink panther? You're telling me that the pink panther wasn't on the level he didn't know what he was doing? Fake jewel. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The classic fake jewel. It
5: was too easy. Truly-
2: I'll say that you guys still have this individual tied up in Professor Amber's room, probably? Hmm? Oh, that's not. Nice. Where else would people be tied up?
0: I, I don't understand why I'm being like dirty by thinking these things. <laughs> to listen, listen to all of the words here. that are always being described here. <laughs> yes, he's tied up
6: in Amber's room. Where it's tight. <laughs> Ball gag on his knee. Okay, I'm done. Oh, no. <laughs>
5: oh, <man.
2: laughs> so, with a little Got bit up. of persuasion, I'll say that. Professor Amber is able to uncover the truth and that this gentleman was trying to you know, play a little bit of a Ponzi scheme and exploit, extort Rosemadine for a fake crafted Cobra crown.
1: I mean, it did look rather nice.
2: He did a great job with the replica, which I- m- makes you suspect that he might know where the real Cobra crown is.
0: Amber... You know what you need to do. And Jonathan does 20 intricate hand motions, ultimately resulting in him like just punching one hand <laughs> and over and over.
2: You are able to, um, well, you're able to uh, unsuccessfully, but then more intimidatingly charm uh, with more. <laughs> More insistence. He really understands being tied up. Okay, okay. I better cooperate. I don't want to get Don Julio'd or anything. So, um, he reveals.
1: Why doesn't he want to be Don Julio? Don Julio is awesome.
2: Oh, he is, but he doesn't want to be what Don Julio does to de- individuals. He doesn't want to be done. He doesn't ah. want to get did by Don Julio.
1: Well, Don Julio doesn't really do people. It's other people that you know give Don Julio's.
0: Either the case. He knows what'll He knows what's coming to him. He doesn't.
2: I don't understand how uh, Jonathan Greaves could ever mis- misconstrue any of this as being safe. It's weird. <laughs> totally
3: straight around here. Kind um, of shocked by how
2: uh, <laughs> how clean the
0: room is. Uh, how. uh, how everyone's clothing is all in like one place he's just has no idea what has been going on in here and we're just (laughs) riding around on the shoulders of Don Julio these lunatics
1: it's what you do with Samuel every other day you have no right to judge me
0: I do not ride on his well that's true all right never mind I don't know Uh, fair enough it's your own Samuel once put in those terms I suddenly understand perfectly what's happening
5: yes (laughs)
2: So, Professor Amber, with that charm roll, you will learn that there is a religious, there's a religious sect that has discovered the Cobra Crown, and they have secreted it away, and they worship it as a religious artifact. And while, see, what is this guy's name? I believe the thief. His name is Vicmont he is okay. French. I believe both these uh, gentlemen met each other in Yale at a fancy rich person. Uh, they they got, like, interested in stealing uh, rich kids. Yes, his name is um Vikmadji. Vikmadji. Oh, is
1: he French or no?
2: We oui? Ah. So he is speaking to you in French, and, uh, divulging where the copper crown.
1: Uh, uh, comment est ce tu
2: I should have said no, fuck. Um, oui? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wasn't, uh, uh, okay.
2: It was not a yes or no, huh? Damn, well, um. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: uh pouvez-vous parler anglais?
2: Oui? Please, English? So you
1: can English, yes. There you go, Licky.
2: <laughs> I heard English. I'm going, I'm going for it, please.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. We, we don't have to do this. He can speak English. Everything's fine. True.
2: So he goes into um, his explanation of why he does not know the exact location of the Cobra Crown. He knows that it is being worshipped currently by one of the religious sects in India, probably within this very city.
1: Wow.
2: That's the only information you're able to get out of them. That's right. why. It, it was that
1: out of them,
2: so. That's why I thought you guys, after your intense interrogation session with uh, our Frenchman here, I figure you'd make your way over to the museum to pick up any loose ends over there. Maybe they knew something about where the crown was going to be at. Yeah,
1: I guess that's fair. Sounds like we need to,
2: Yes. All right, you all pile in the car. Make your way over to the India Museum. Oh. The India Museum is situated on the corner of Park Street and. Chowringri and is managed by a trust established by the government of India. The museum is immensely popular, receiving over 5,000 visitors each day, and a vast collection is divided into five sections, each with many halls archaeological, zoological, geological, industrial, and art.
1: Can I go to the zoological? Of course. <laughs> see what they have here
2: it is very impressive they have this part of the museum is um a, a, nothing short of spectacular you see amazingly stuffed uh reproductions uh, not reproductions you see like an elephant the ivory is sparkling white you see next to that a stuffed bengal tiger and next to that a pure snow white tiger figure the siberian tiger and the bengal tiger being uh together one spot amazing and they are beautiful and the fur is very soft to the touch
1: we're snakes
2: uh, you look down another hall and you do you, you do find the cobra isle uh you find a uh, long beautiful history surrounding some of the uh mythology the snake gods of india you see a interesting depiction that is a half-man, half-snake god.
1: Yeah. Amber would just like to take like a couple minutes to like fully engross herself in wonderful history behind creatures.
2: Go ahead and roll up a d10 and add that to your biology score, please, if it's not 100 yet. Plus forty your biology as you come to a deeper understanding of your lineage and your connection with your
4: god Yig.
5: You
1: know, my biology is seventy six. It's, it's not as high as you think it is.
0: You're too busy uh, defying the laws of science and nature to uh, work on like real biology.
1: <laughs> it takes very little Biology.
2: Jonathan, what are you doing? How are you oh, enjoying your visit to the new museum?
0: Good question: What were the uh, what were the different uh, exhibits again? I apologize. I remember there was zoology,
2: <laughs> Not yes. only because we were there. Yeah, no problem. You got zoological, archaeological, geo- geological, industrial, and art.
0: Uh, I think Jonathan's going to go to the art exhibits.
2: Going over to the art exhibit, you find centuries just beautiful murals from all over the world not just india but also from china you see some lovely vases from a, a couple different dynasties you also see some very interesting what look like to be ornamental weaponry some old pistols old swords and you see that the this particular part of the museum is almost dedicated to the war the detailing of the history of the Assyrians, the Persian Empire, the Ottoman Empire, all the way down through history, and you see the influences of each of these empires, Arabic, Chinese, the writing, all being absorbed into the art, and it's its impressive. You, coming from America, a new country, are unfamiliar with just the deep and ancestral ancient connection to the ancestors. In which these people have the history here is so much older than anything you're used to
0: jonathan also didn't pay that much attention in school, so frankly this is all just wild so much information uh does jonathan see anything that reminds him of you know like the nicole any any influences now that he kind of has an eye to look for times in ancient human history that it looks like it could have had influences from these people
2: i want to say like you see a hieroglyph of just like on top of the pyramid just like a snake person and everyone's bowing down to him but that's ridiculous you don't (laughs) see
6: that (laughs) that's
2: possible I'll say that you do see some influences, um, especially when it comes to technology and that a lot of the writing, a lot of the different mechanizations have influences of the serpent people. Very subtle, not always, but here and there you do find like almost as if the serpent person race has been subtly and manipulatively working behind the scenes. Indeed, Jonathan strokes his chin
0: thoughtfully.
4: Goddamn serpent people, globalists!
0: Jonathan immediately pulls out the shotgun. Crenshaw, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> oh yeah, Crenshaw! I heard you, you slimy
2: bastard. He's in a test tube somewhere. Uh, uh, right.
5: We're,
1: uh, we're looking for a come to car. Come ticker? Come ticker? Come ticker.
5: Uh, come Copy. ticker.
1: It's a very stupid news.
0: So right. The come, come ticker. Come ticker?
4: Where?
2: <laughs> Why is
4: come no, ticker. <laughs> no. All, that. All
2: right.
5: Come ticker.
2: What is this come taker? What am I? Um, who is this?
1: <laughs> he's the dude who brought the. Uh, who is this come taker? Um, he's the guy who brought the crown to the museum. Oh, not even that. He's also the uh, head curator here. Ah,
2: thank you. Glad someone's taking notes. Jesus.
5: Yes.
1: So,
2: <laughs> looking around the uh, museum, you. I'm looking for someone in charge, and um, right next to you, you see someone walk up to a gentleman in a suit and say, Oh, uh, hello, I'm looking for the uh, Cobra Crown exhibit. Is that today, or is that coming this week? And um, the uh, man in the suit, older gentleman, puts his hand up to his face, smack. Um, he, yeah, look, I uh, would like to apologize. That was... um. That was some misinformation. We do not have the Cobra Crown, and we will not be getting the Cobra Crown. Unfortunately, one of our junior curators got a little excited, and he, he may have bitten off a little more than he could chew. Maybe someone told him a lie, I'm not sure. But unfortunately, miss, we we do not have the Cobra Crown. It will not be coming. You could tell that this is a rehearsed answer. This is uh, something that he's probably given a couple times now today. I'm,
1: I'm gonna walk over him, and, and just to be an asshole, I'm gonna be like, "So, uh, where's the Cobra Count exhibit?"
2: <sighs> Look, did you? You're standing right here. Surely you must have overheard me.
1: I'm, I'm not very good at hearing. You know, I, I needed it to be like right there.
2: Okay, well, unfortunately, uh, one of our junior co-writers, curators. <laughs> Uh, sorry, got <laughs> cotton back in my throat there. <laughs> uh, he was mistaken. I believe he was taken in, actually, by a couple of thieves, a couple of liars, a uh, scam artist, grifters, if you will. The Cobra Crown is a legend, and unfortunately, it will remain one.
1: Understandable. Um, would you happen to be the uh, head curator here?
2: I am, indeed. Uh, yes, I uh, managed the Indy Museum uh, on behalf of the government.
4: The government.
3: Mm. Oh.
2: I knew it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
1: Jonathan, calm down.
0: Crenshaw was right the whole time. Oh, no.
1: Uh, hmm. Would you happen to, like, be telling the truth about the...
2: Maybe. Well, I suppose anything's possible. I... Look, I don't usually do this sort of thing, but I'll give you... I'll give you his address. You can go over there and ask him yourself. Hopefully he will have something to account for him, but I... I think he is rather embarrassed. He didn't show up for work today. In fact, he's been out for a few days now. I guess this is his third day not showing up.
1: And that's not... Quite a bit worrying.
2: Well, I mean, it's a pretty sensational claim, and the museum has had to deal with a lot of fallout, a lot of disappointed people coming here, and well, the Cobra Crown won't be here, so we've had to turn away lots of people left of excitement. Uh, well,
1: thank you for the, uh, the address. We'll, we'll be out of here now. Uh, very beautiful museum, by the way. Very nice, nice exhibits. Need name. But...
2: Well, very high praise coming from an American such as yourself. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy <laughs> your trip here to Calcutta.
5: I mean,
0: as as most European uh, individuals typically uh, know to compliment Americans on being American when they even I, I'm not
1: how i feel about my entire personality being attributed to being american but um
2: well i think that america at this point in history is a shining beacon an example of freedom for the rest of the world and those who wish to govern themselves you understand as an indian myself I stand with Gandhi against the British Empire and their occupation of our country and believe that non-violent resistance is the way to free ourselves from British domination. Yes, America is a shining beacon of freedom on the hill of liberty in which we all aspire to reach someday.
1: Yeah, that, do you just tell this to every American because you're scared of them.
2: I hope one day to enjoy the freedoms that you take for granted, American.
1: I don't have very many it feet a woman, and I'm black.
2: Well, I'm Indian, and I'm black as well, and I um understand that you guys uh, had a little bit of a history out there. Unfortunately, we still live inside of a caste society here in India. So while I understand that you have had some... Wait, is this Jim Crow? It's just... so... But women still don't have very many, uh,
5: priorities.
2: I think he would take it. Okay, I know how he's gonna do it. I respect you, Professor, and I stand in solidarity with you. We are soldiers in our fight for freedom. You and I, arm in arm.
1: Mm, okay. oh,
0: I think card. she already has someone to come service her. Good yeah. try. We're
1: going to get going now. Uh, it was very nice meeting you.
2: Wait, come uh, back. Marry me. I want to be an American. I need an American passport.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> you, you're a curator at a very well-renowned you know Museum. What? What more do you want?
4: The world. No, okay. Um, the world.
3: Behold.
0: Going to the guy. the guy the whole time. And was the curator. So uh, we came here looking for the crown, right? Have we seen any clues? I guess I, I looked at art, but like, am I seeing anything that kind of seems crown? Like he says it's not here. Which, uh, oh, what, what, uh, who, who is his staff member who, uh, who's been saying it's going to be here and lying about it?
2: That would be Cumtaker. And he has, uh, take- <laughs> and you guys <laughs> successfully interrogate him. Amber does have come. uh, Kumtkar's. And whatever, oh, okay. i going to put an accent on All that. Right. He is, uh, Indian, so, um, I'll do my best. Vastala Kumtkar. That works a little bit
1: better.
2: Put a little English on
0: it.
1: He gets addressed to the person who kept saying that the was going to be here. So we're just, we're going to head off that. Okay? <laughs> yes.
2: Making your way out of the lovely trip to the India Museum, you guys arrive at a modest white, washed brick dwelling on a narrow street. The neighbors disappearing indoors quickly as you arrive. You guys knock.
1: I mean,
2: is it unlocked? Uh, you guys knock, testing the door. No answer, and the door is unlocked.
1: Yeah. Come right in.
2: Inside, the smell of death pervades the darkened two-room dwelling.
1: God damn it!
2: Kuntkar's body lies dead on the floor. His still face twisted in rictus of pain. In a like, of pain.
1: Okay, so... Kuntzkar, like, the guy we just talked to, like, 30 minutes ago.
2: That was his boss. The curator's, um... The curator of the museum... Uh... Is in charge of the it museum. Is- this is, um... Vasdala Kuntzkar, the junior curator.
1: So are they both Kuntzkar?
2: Yeah, his son was just murdered.
1: Oh, well isn't that unfortunate um hmm
2: it is if you're the curator of the Indian museum it may be deduced that he was forced oh oh goodness against the sidewall hanging from the rafters by her feet is his wife's mutilated body it may be deduced that he was forced to watch her being tortured and killed vasdala kumtakar's skull has been crushed I will accept a medicine roll and a spot hidden check to see exactly what crushed his skull. Ooh.
0: Not really into the medicine, personally. And uh Jonathan
2: uh just curious. High stats. So you guys looking at the skull of Comtaker's uh face, see two handprints it's like someone put their hands their bear paws on each side of this person's skull and then pushed together popping their head seeing this uh you guys uh professor amber looking down uh jonathan looking up and to to your right look at don julio and kinda of look at his hands and then look back at to the crush marks inside Come Taker's skull and then back to Don Julio's hands and then up to Don Julio's eyes. Don he grins Julio. sheepishly.
1: I was about to suggest that it was Don Julio.
2: Don Julio, what have you done? No response. Donnie He cracks. Donnie
0: Donny. A smile. Donny. Donny. <laughs> uh
1: can I roll a psychology on Don Julio? Absolutely. Extreme success.
2: Like a soulmate, someone's been married, married to him for years. You read him perfectly, like an open book. <laughs> uh you do see that uh he is laughing on the inside because he killed the shit out of this person. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie. Donnie! Oh Donnie so you ask why? He kind of like shrugs up his shoulders, um, okay. almost as if to say, "Hey, what do you want me to do?" Joshua Medine asked me to kill this guy. We were looking for the Cobra Crown. Maybe this guy knew where it was. He wouldn't tell us. Squish.
1: Ah, oh, damn it! Do, do you guys not know how to, you know, tactically torture? But all, all you do is kill people. Now we, the only person we would have had any information from dead. I mean, I know it's not your fault, don't you? And I know you don't have any control about what Joshua does, but but still, you, you couldn't have made a little suggestion or, you know, made this easier on everyone before we had to travel, you know, like miles to get over here and waste gas money and all that. You could have just been like, hey, no, those two are dead. We don't have to go over there.
2: He shrugs again, but glances away while smiling and blushing because you can tell through his body language and your... Sixth sense of reading, uh, snake, pe- snakes, and snake people that he is thankful for the time that he got to spend with you. If that so
1: was a taste thing at, at hand.
5: Uh,
1: we'll, well, we'll talk. Um, Amber's gonna start looking around the house for anything important importance or anything that with locating the crown.
2: You see an empty bottle.
1: Um, pick up inspectable give it a little push. I'm gonna waft the, the bottle opening not directly sniff it
2: chemistry sniff you give it the old uh, chemistry waft give me a science and medicine roll with advantage
1: okay, one wait a moment there are no science rolls just well roll twice
2: I'll take the higher one
1: do you want the chemistry or
2: It is a specifically denoted as chemistry, pharmacy, or medicine.
1: Okay, well, I'm better... Well, shit. Guess I'll take medicine.
2: Examining it with your chemistry set, inconclusive, you look at it with the doctor's eye and you recognize this to be domination serum. I'll send you... Uh, page 270 of the rule book to clarify the rules on domination serum. I'll even say that you're able to get that into a projectile if you take the re- uh, prerequisite amount of time to research, produce said serum, and then put it into production.
3: That being said,
2: Jonathan, please give me a spot hidden check as you look around the room under, come to, come taker's body. Ooh. Ouch. Why
1: are you rolling a sleight of hand?
2: Oh, good. Oh, thank God. I'm
0: doing the wrong one. What a save. Oh, (laughs) still. (laughs) 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 no. Jonathan was trying to juggle. It wasn't working. It distracted him.
2: Yeah, one of the balls hits the ceiling and comes back down and lands right on your foot. Ooh, ow, ooh. Ow!
1: Samuel didn't save you? He didn't didn't catch the ball?
3: Good thinking. He should have. Samuel. I'm sorry, sir. I'll always catch the balls headed towards your face next time. (laughs) Make sure that you do. No.
1: Oh, sort
2: of- kingdom hearts gotta kinda love that kingdom hearts yeah.
1: it is quite nice
2: where are you guys right now you're in um you're in that guy's home okay yeah
1: sniffing dominations
2: <laughs> come on i sniff good drugs never coke Wait, what other drugs do you sniff? Meth, uh, heroin, okay, never mind. I don't do any of those. Um, I swear, I've never done any of those.
1: Believe me. I don't have a problem. Can um, you also send me pages for what desiccating venom, dissolving venom, explosive venom, mind-killing venom, skin shedding venom, uh, what all those are? because they just showed up in my uh, possessions one day and I never got any explanation.
2: Right, I did put those directly into your inventory. I'm sorry. I will clarify the rules. Let me take a note on that. Poison rules.
1: Yeah, no, take your time. I don't think I'm going to be using anything like that today. That that mind-killing venom is looking real nice, though.
2: Fear is the mind-killer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show the bottle to Don Julio. it be like it did is this you, you guys or
2: he smiles. He continues to smile sheepishly and blush and look from right back over to the left. Yeah. That's, it's pretty obviously that they took the domination serum, used it on um, one of these people. You wouldn't know which one. Can uh, I
1: check? Well, I guess I can't really check on Tucker's eyes because he got, squished to death by Don Helio. can I check the wife's
2: Looking into the wife's dead eyes, you see almost a euphoric expression. You're able to deduce that she was the recipient of the Domination Serum.
1: What the hell did you guys do?
2: It's pretty clear that they... They were looking for some information that this poor fellow didn't have, and they might have gone too far trying to extract it. While this poor guy thought he was going to receive the Cobra Crown from his, uh from your friend, who you got tied up, uh, they, that poor that that gentleman, that thief, may have pulled one over on this poor guy, uh, lying to him, leading to his publication in the newspaper about the Cobra Crown, and then reneged on it, leaving him out in the cold and uh, exposing him to some rather dangerous forces.
1: Yes, dangerous. Well, that pretty much solves some stuff
5: here
1: um, uh, I guess we're kind of back to square one
2: talking over your plans with Jonathan yes. you guys leave the curator's home and walk back out into the streets and find there's a bit of a commotion there's like some kind of activity you guys look over and you see a crowd forming up
0: I'll get to the crowd. Oh uh, yeah will also head towards the crowd.
2: Making your way through, you're trying to figure out what's going on, what's drawing all these people and looking forward, you see a bright a brilliant flash of blue, white, red. It's like these American fireworks going off in the distance and you try and edge <laughs> closer, but it's getting pretty crowded at this point. It's uh, almost difficult to uh, make your way through the crowd, but you continue to do so, and eventually. Yeah,
1: no need to do any of this.
2: You see a beautiful woman in front of you doing. It must be God. It's it's magic. Brilliant, shimmering sparkles light up around her hands as she arcs her hands and her legs through the air. A streak of red. And purple are left behind in the air of magical energy. The crowd ooze and awes as they see the performance. And the figure, shimmering for a moment, turns from a beautiful woman into a serpent woman. Before you, standing tall and proud, doing quite a magical act, is Tiranesh. God. Yeah.
1: Everybody just decided to go to India today and not tell anyone.
2: Oh my God, everyone's in India all at the same time.
1: What is Tyrannus doing out here?
2: Jonathan, please give me a spot hidden check as you all feel the energy in the crowd rise up slowly. The magical performance is... It's rising up to a pitch fever and everyone is streaming out of their houses, mesmerized completely. It's its almost hypnotic. Mm. As you look around in the crowd at all the mesmerized faces, oohs, ahs, big O's on all their faces, you see Joshua Medine limping up very slowly towards you guys. And about 30 feet away from him, you also see Rose Badine.
1: He's not here. He's back, is he?
0: I think he might have something else in mind first. Possibly. I'm getting a bad feeling. It could be just on you, though. <laughs> I am fucking up right now. I am sorry. Wookie, you're gone.
2: As the performance continues, it is picking up in intensity. The colors are creating this massive explosions around you and it's it's like a rainbow is shimmering right in front of you. Everyone is starting to press in against each other, tighter, closer to Tiranesh herself. You Jonathan, looking towards Tiranesh, sees something on her head—a beautiful golden crown with six snakes, serpents with tails, oh. which seem to, which seem to be touching Tiranesh's skull. Faint trickles of blood where all the tails burrow into her face.
0: Never, I think have our.
2: Then something happens in the crowd, a hum, something begins to vibrate as the people begin to be pulled in towards each other. The jeering in the crowd begins to turn from jubilation to horror. Each of the people in the crowd begin to blend into each other, binding the fusion of their flesh, undulating and boiling in on each other. All the people are becoming one massive creature. Retching and boiling in on themselves, the people pull apart the flesh, the bone, melding together into four touching bodies, giant, massive serpents. Each tangled together in a twisting maze of flesh, the Ligor have been brought onto this plane, trapped in their own pocket dimension. They teeth the teeth locking together along with the claws, four of them bound in a circle, appear floating above you, the people screaming in horror that they become the living Ligor, mad, crazed. That's where we're gonna end it this week. Fuck. Okay.
0: Why not? <laughs> well, well, shit. Yeah, you weren't getting Wookie. Uh, you you made good work of those two weeks, despite the fact that you didn't go to India
2: yeah I mean I didn't know what they serve for breakfast in India but you know okay <laughs> that was not bad <laughs> oh, wow, okay. fucking up with the sound but yeah thanks for playing you guys appreciate it um, gonna be holding the game next week Oh, yeah. Amber, I'll send you the poison rules. Uh, Jonathan, if you got any notes for me, I uh, go ahead and pop uh, my DMs. That's oh, sure. good. Yeah, we can talk about uh, the same.
6: Butterbutt. The need help with your butter we got a little butter robot that'll butter your bread butter your muffins butter your toast it's a little butter bot and you can buy a little butter bot at better butter it's a website you go to the website you order the robot another robot puts the robot in a package and then flies it through the air to your house then the robot butters your toast butter bot available at butterhelp.com butterhelp.com Yes, sometimes you just need a little bit of help with your butter. And that's what the butter robot's for. Available at butterhelp.com. Yes, sometimes you just can't be fucking bothered with that goddamn butter. And to keep your mental state calm and centered and zen with the universe. You need a butter robot, a little butter slave with an infinite amount of intelligence and knowingness so it can centralize and actuate itself in the universe. But its job and purpose is to butter toast. It's a butter bot, available at butterhelp.com.
2: Looking for a new podcast with a host with a shrill voice, really grating, and make you want to just slit your own goddamn eardrums, carve them out of your goddamn skull with an ice pick? Check out Good For You with Whitney Cummings. Want to come in your own mouth? Good for you. Feel like assassinating the foreign leaders? Good for you. How about just forgot to pick up the kids because you got too drunk? Well, good for you. At the Good For You podcast, Whitney Cummings is all like, hey, good for you. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm here for you. And she's like, cool about that stuff. You know, good for you. Didn't get out of bed today. Good for you. Watching the horizon as the glow of the orange fires creeps closer and the entire sky lights up orange and red. Good for you. Good for you podcast. Check it out.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, we've heard your request and we want to let you know that it's loud and clear. Our successful lobby efforts have led to the legalization of cocaine and we're putting the Coke back in Coca-Cola. Now introducing Coca-Cola Classic Classic. That Coke classic taste with all them cocaine benefits. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, never get down again with Classic Classic Coke you'll be able to get up up all night, get to the party and then some. We're adding one gram of cocaine to each bottle of Coca-Cola Classic Classic. And we're healthy and we're happy to welcome back Coca-Cola Classic into the Coke family. Pick it up in grocery aisle today, day, Coca-Cola Classic Classic.